Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. You've actually done it to yourself. You've tuned in for yet another episode of Is It Just Me? It's uh, your fault, whatever happens it, now. Oh, uh, God, the fact. Hello, yeah. Joe Elvin. Hi. Hi, I'm James Williams, yeah. the other host of Is It Just Me? The show that basically likes to put nonsense front and center, the very important stuff, right I should say. Right where it say. belongs. Right where it belongs. Uh, so thank you for joining us once again. And don't worry, it's not just me and Joe. We are, as ever, joined by a third wheel. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's quite a good pun I've just done there, actually. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we are joined to d- uh, this week by the lovely actress you were, well you'll know her for the hugely successful tv show outlander but she's also uh, going to be lighting up the big screen very soon in le mans 66 we are delighted to welcome to is it just me this week the lovely katrina balf hi how's hi. it going good how oh, are you crowd goes wild <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. yeah insert applause here. yeah um how are you katrina i'm doing really well you, you you've had a day of publicity are you a publicity yes i have but i got to uh bring our film to Leicester Square to the Odeon uh, cinema last night so How was it that? doesn't get much better than that does that ever get bo- uh, tired I don't know it's my first time <laughs> really? so it wasn't tired after that one time so. really that's exciting yeah. and did it rain it did didn't it no actually it was it rained later but it was actually dry for that and everyone was like aren't you cold and I was like I just flew down from Glasgow this is balmy what's wrong with you people <laughs> um, it was a bit but it was muggy great. yesterday it was, the weather's yeah. all over the place it's impossible to get dressed at the moment I feel like you never I agree yeah, so, uh, we've, got, we've gone to the very heart of the matter. Global warming is really <laughs> tragic on the wardrobe. <laughs> it really, it's a terrible inconvenience. I mean, jeez. <laughs> yeah. um, but for Katrina, for those who don't know much about this film, tell us a little bit. In, in a nutshell, how, if you're going to sort of do an elevator pitch for Le Mans 66, how would you sort of sell it? Okay, this is an incredible film about friendship, about teamwork, but it is about um, this ragtag team of men who decided to take on the might of Ferrari, who were dominating Le Mans for about 10 years and so it's this American team who were eventually working for Ford who went on to take on Ferrari and that's a terrible elevator pitch no but I just did it no it's but not it, it has an incredible cast it Was has it? an amazing cast Christian um, Bale Matt Damon Christian Bale my Matt question Damon. is how quickly did it take you to say yes <laughs> 
um, very quickly um, yeah I mean it's not just the, the amazing cast but Jim Mangold's the director yeah. who is amazing I mean he did Girl Interrupted Walk the Line Logan uh, wow all of these amazing films and and the script was by uh, Jez and John Henry Butterworth who are you know they've, they've written a few good things yeah. um, so it was kind of like all round it was just sort of tick 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 but it was funny I can't remember I, I heard an actor say the other day that it, it is hard being an actor because obviously you, you know you sign up to the, the, the script by an amazing person the director's done all this work the actors are amazing but ultimately you need that little bit of magic don't you because on paper yeah. things have all, all sound great but ultimately things just don't work did, did, did it feel special when you were making it it really did I mean Jim is kind of like this Pied Piper he's like crazy energy if you've got to meet him he's very bombastic very gregarious but he creates this really amazing atmosphere on set and for me walking on like I was slightly intimidated I'm just going to you know be honest about it it was Can like I, okay so when you said that was your first sort of film premiere is this your first film no no no, no. it's my first big premiere in London yeah. Right. Yeah. at like Leicester Square I've I, you know I haven't done a huge amount of films but um this was sort of I mean, this, yeah, it's the first time I've done a big premiere in London, which yeah, is that's amazing. Exciting. But that's because you're so busy on a very hugely successful TV show, right? Because Outlander must keep you fairly busy the year round, right? We, we have a crazy schedule, yeah. yeah. So how many how many months of the year are you actually on production for um, Outlander? Well, this is our shortest, and it's nine and a half months. Wow, it's like a you know, it's, it's like a pregnancy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and did yeah. you have any idea going back to the whole question about magic? And I mean, you know, did you have any idea when you got the script for Outlander? that it was going to be essentially this mini phenomenon, right? Because, I mean, you know, no. you've had, come on, you've been very, she's had Golden Globe nominations, you, you know, yeah, it, it's it has, it's really, and, yeah, it, and it's also it's global. It's a crazy whirlwind. It is global. And uh, Australia, it's very popular in Australia. Yes. Um, no, we no idea. I mean, I, it's this great book series, but I had not heard of the book series before <laughs> I, I got the audition. You've read them all now, I though, I do love you I saying have. that, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, once we, once we sort of were let into this world, you realise, how you know amazing it is and how passionate the fans are and it's a phenomenon like it really is and I, and I think you know we're very aware that this doesn't happen very often yeah. so it's very cool and is there an end point or do you think it'll, it'll keep rolling and rolling I mean we've no idea we do know that we've been picked up for next season uh, so, so that's will, six right so that will be season six um, hopefully I think you know Diana is about to release book nine I think or ten I can't yeah so you know there's plenty in the tank yet to still go <laughs> for quite a while and that is the dream I, I always think for actors right to have obviously everyone talks about the sort of nomadic world of acting where you don't really know where your next job's coming from and but I guess to have that mixture of being able to be on a very successful TV show and then also have some time to do the film stuff around it yeah. is that sort well, of like it's weird to have stability yeah. <laughs> like, I've never <laughs> had it, it before <laughs> it's overrated stability yeah. I mean before this job I think my longest job had been five weeks so given that we're at year six this is an odd odd thing for me to be like this long in one place um, but it's great like it's really great and, and I think it's also you just get to live with a character for this long which is also so cool and surprising and you learn more each year and um and yeah we're just like some ragtag family in glasgow <laughs> sequestered <laughs> away what, which is very what, cool what was it like on le mans sorry i'm so australian am, am i saying 66? that right yeah yeah, yeah le sure le mans 66. So, somebody earlier said lemons <laughs> yeah. just say lemon 66 <laughs> not a good yes yeah, i think i think that'll concerned. that'll do good yeah yes. but what was um, it like walking onto set um what is it like when your co-stars are these massive sort of like 
juggernaut Hollywood names. How did that feel for you? Well, I think the idea of it was really terrifying. Um, but then when you actually get in there and you meet them, you're like, oh, they're just like, they're, they're just normal. Um, and, you know, both Matt and Christian are just such family men. And I think that was the first thing that you, you strikes you about them. They're not walking around as like, oh, I'm a Hollywood movie star. You're like, oh my God, this is just like, an amazing dad and he's talking about his kids and his wife and and they are also incredible at their job but that's the thing when you start the work all of that fades away right yeah. yeah and they're really humble like both of those guys are very generous and humble in in their personhood and and i think that's what just automatically puts you at ease yeah i mean there was that famous temper tantrum that was sort of um, recorded with Christian Wilson. Oh, we all have bad days. I totally think that's justified. (laughs) I mean, I... To be honest, yeah, I do as well, but it would make me really scared, like on my first day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, I he's a teddy bear. I was like, nah, that doesn't scare me. (laughs) (laughs) He's Welsh. Christian Bale's good people. He's Welsh. I also think it's justified. I think if you're working really hard, you know, there are certain rules on set and it's like between action and cut, you don't move around. I mean, for a multitude of different reasons, just purely because you'll ruin a take. But if somebody's that invested and that like into, I mean, yes, there's probably a nicer way of yeah. saying it. <laughs> hey, believe yeah, you me, I, Joe Elvin's had a w- much worse meltdown after w- one bad commute in on the Jubilee line. Oh, no, no, seriously. The Jubilee line. I, I, honestly, ne- I'm not, I'm not criticizing at all. I, I, I found that so cathartic to listen to. <laughs> it happens to famous people too. Yeah. Yeah, no, true. Um, so Le Mans is actually in theaters, as they say this in America, the this week. Uh, so uh, do go check it out. Yeah. Yes, as in, August, we're going, yeah, we're going to. August, what? November. <laughs> November. November 15th. But November 15th uh, do go check it out so uh, the question if you listen to this in like November next year we're really oh yeah sorry, sorry. It's, on D- it's on DVD that's a bit old yeah. school so it's on demand <laughs> now uh, but yeah it will be in cinemas on the 15th of November uh, so Katrina now down to the main business of today are you ready to have some heated debates and discussions oh, about some very silly topics can I can I bring my Christian Bale in <laughs> <laughs> we want you to really fire up your Christian Bale yeah. <laughs> do it yeah. we, we need this to go viral Katrina <laughs> Lou your shit <laughs> is it well, just me that just doesn't get I wasn't born with the car gene now this is a bit on brand for what we're talking well, about it's for great you. to say to the lady in the car <laughs> I know right I, 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 don't worry we had Charlie Cox the poet on a couple of weeks yeah. ago and I said is it just me that doesn't get poetry I mean I'm, I'm, a, I'm a charmer Katrina you know, what can I say just, I'm, I'm so charmed right now <laughs> but you know what know. I mean I, I almost feel like I'm missing out because I have friends who genuinely they will sit there and watch hours of Grand Prix they get really a bit too overly excited I would argue about essentially you know engines and bits of metal um I'm I'm the person if, if you said to me Katrina what kind of car does your dad drive I'd be like a blue one like that's that's the level of my like car knowledge and to be honest interest uh, and I just feel a bit like why why wasn't I born with We're this being silent because um you are the only one. No. <laughs> These, no, I, I, I'm being silent because I'm enjoying Katrina's severe judging of all your statements. She's giving face. me literally yeah. the burning no, stare. No, no I, well, actually, I have to admit, I do love Formula One. Do you? Um, I do, yeah, because I, I grew up... Is that since the film? No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I grew up like with John Lessy, Alan Prost, and like um, Sienna, Sorry, all of these. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. So exactly. I've heard about yeah. it in Senna. I've heard yeah, Senna, yeah. If you haven't yeah. seen that documentary... I know yeah. I have And if you yeah. haven't yeah. been yeah. like, 
like holy shit amazing man and, and what an amazing world but yeah no I grew up watching Formula One I still love to watch Formula One I am probably one of the worst drivers uh, <laughs> I didn't get my license till I was 30 so well see this this again I, I always found because I grew up in a rural sort of you know community where basically you got you turned 17 you got your driving license it was almost right. like a so way of getting I, but I, I was yeah. either you get your driver li- driver's license or leave and yeah. I left <laughs> so, but, yeah. well that's what I mean but obviously even though it meant freedom and it meant you know getting away I still took my time I didn't feel that oh, pressure all my other ball ache all my other driving lessons yeah. it's oh, but, awful but some well, of my friends pens. genuinely love driving like, some of my friends love to drive now and I'm like no I, I don't find it oh, I like driving do you but I don't care what I'm driving I mean, yeah, it, it, no, yeah. I, I'm a bit It could be like, a Flintstones car. It's fine. That's a bit harder on the feet, though, yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might be difficult. Yeah. Well, I had to, I've, I've had to take way too many driving tests in my life because I, I took one in New York State. And then very soon after that, I moved to California State. But because I'm an alien, I'll bet a legal one. Um, I had to retake my test. And by the way, you could, I mean, anyone can pass those tests in America. But then I moved to the UK and I've had to redo my test last year. In this the is UK. like some hideous Groundhog Day. I know. I mean, and if I move again, it's probably going to happen th- again. This sounds I, like, I, I had to take the test in the UK and it's really It's really hard. hard. It's really hard. This is my idea of an anxiety <laughs> yeah. dream, like yeah. having yeah. to retake no, a test again and again. That was the one that stressed me out. First of all, you have to do something like 20 plus hours of... Driving yes. tests or lessons. And then I, I actually begged them if I could sign a contract saying I would never try to reverse park between two <laughs> cars because I, was, I, could, I couldn't do it to test standard. Really? So my instructor found me the one place in, um, I think, Seven Oaks where he knew that they didn't have a car park designed to even test me on that. Oh, you're giving some really good tips. Yeah, I know. so they were really stressed about this part of their test. Park, do your Find test in Seven Oaks. Seven Oaks. Like, yeah. Get to yeah. Seven Oaks now. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, but it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like a 45 minute test to do now. Whereas in America, you literally just have to drive around the really? corner and not hit somebody. That's actually but, quite and then they're like, yeah, you're good. But in California, yeah. they don't drive in the rain. Because they literally, that's true. I know that's a terrible sweeping generalization, but when I first well, went. they do. They just don't do it very well. Well, no, but I, honestly, <laughs> I'll never forget. I, I was in LA for work once for the wet Oscars. And it's like, it's right. legendary because it was the wet Oscars as opposed to the wet BAFTAs, which is oh, every year. Literally, I was there for the weekend and <laughs> I remember Oscar. getting there on the Friday night. It was a pre Oscars party and everyone was like, oh, it's raining. This party's going to be a washout. As in, no one's going to turn up. And I was like, what do you mean? People don't drive. Like, Los Angeles, people do not drive in the rain. The poor party party barely anyone turned up and it was like and then people kept cancelling dinner plans the whole weekend because though i don't know if you've noticed this i when i've been and sort of like been out with friends they will quite happily have a few drinks and then get behind oh dear i I think uber has changed yes you are right right. because actually you could you could never get cabs before uber in in la they were a nightmare and that yeah that that was always a bit dicey but um but like i said going back to the whole car thing like i've never really been um like one for like Top Gear. Like I don't understand people that watch that and love it. Yeah, no, Top Gear. Well, also. Go <laughs> on, Clarkson. It's just really annoying. <laughs> oh, no. Amen so, to no, that. It's so funny you say that because when we were talking about Christian Bale, I was thinking, well, at least he's never punched someone because they got their lunch order wrong. Yeah. Exactly. So I was thinking, you know. Right yeah. on brand for this question. Yeah. Uh, okay, so where, where do you stand on this one? So you, you enjoy driving, but I you're do not massive. You enjoy driving. You're, you don't care about the car. Could not care less. And people, I've always got, um, I always get like an electric hybrid because the tax is the lowest. So and Another bit of good, good life advice. Uh, oh, good yeah, no, well. that's why I do it for the <laughs> <laughs> You're so right, Katrina. That's why. Nothing and, um, to do with the tax. <laughs> and people laugh at me for, for driving an eco car. Oh. But um, 
And my father really, really in this day my, and age? my father restores vintage cars. Oh. He would happily have the car in bed next to him instead of my mum. <laughs> you know I mean? that, that's where he is in the car spectrum. And so when he comes to London, he gets really agitated and, and passively aggressively as a favour to me goes and takes my car to the car wash and stuff like that. Because I just, I don't even notice. I don't notice that yeah, it's, I don't that notice. It needs a wash or... Yeah, you know, that's the thing about me. I would, I, I would happily get in pretty much any car which goes yeah. against all advice given to you by your mother when you're a child. Don't get in a stranger's car. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, yeah, I don't care. I don't judge people by their cars. So I'm more like to judge by their shoes and by their car. Yeah, I don't know. I do. I kind of. Oh, see, no. I'm going to say. I, I kind of like. But what I will that. say I is. Maybe I just have never driven a really what I fab, do, sexy Yeah. Car. Well, the thing so, that I want to do, and your dad probably, you can now buy um, like vintage cars. They have to be pre 1980, and then you can get them electrified. Wow! So become electric cars. My, my dad would have. I'm my dad do. would be very in the Jeremy Clarkson camp on that. Oh, really? <laughs> on that business, but he's he was. So he's a, more about the engine rather than the chassis. Yeah, you know what those I have are? no idea what you just said, <laughs> but it sounds I, good I, to I'm me. I'm just going to nod. <laughs> but he was in a Bruce Beresford film. My dad. Wow! Because he's the one, and he's got these cars, oh. and he had a 1950s car, and they dressed him up in 1950s clothes, and he drove around he's wow. like yeah he's going to enjoy this film you will I was going to say oh, he definitely will yeah. I may not get cars but I get this film Le Mans yeah. 66 yeah. <laughs> go see it everyone nice um, well if you are sat there going James you big massive nerd get on board and enjoy cars uh, do send us emails we love hearing from you guys the usual email address is is it just me podcast at gmail.com do send us any suggestions for future topics or just tell us what you think of the show we'd love to hear from you Next up, it's another one from me, I'm afraid. Uh, right, is it just me? Because I'm looking at, uh, at my company today on the show and I realise I feel like, is it just me who's a massive failure for never having lived in another country? Why would that make you a failure? Well, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's a life experience. So I'm doing that. I mean, obviously I've travelled, but I've never done the full right. I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to go and make another life in another country. And, you know, obviously reading your CV, Katrina, it's that you've lived uh, everywhere. Yeah, far too many. Places. I mean, obviously. Where, where I do mean, you live now? Now I live in Scotland. Um, I have lived in London. I've lived. Uh, I suppose how how long has lived? Yeah. Oh, I think anything. I mean, I've done like three months of like th- okay, so three, three months. months. And Tokyo. obviously with modelling and stuff like that, you yeah have, yeah. Uh, New York, Germany, New York, L.A., Paris. Do you have a favourite? Dare I say um, it? Oh God! Well, each place is like. For, it depends on the time. I mean, I, my most of my twenties I spent in New York, which I just doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't. It's like a good place to be in your twenties. Yeah. Um, I loved living in LA. I probably will go back there again. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's every just, place has its charm. Every place does have its charm. Paris was the first place I lived outside of Ireland. Yeah, so that's where, very quaint. Where's the what's Where's the longest you've lived that isn't where you're from? Um, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably New York. I was right. in New York for eight years. Oh, okay. So that is living in New York. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. proper living. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you think uh, for you? But weirdly, do you have that? Because people tend to fall into New York or LA. Are you kind of no? Well, I mean, I probably yeah. I was probably one of those annoying people. It's like, oh my god, LA is so disgusting. And then you move there and you're like, oh, actually, LA is kind of cool. Oh, <laughs> um, I would live there in a heartbeat. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Well, you see, you're Australian. I think yeah. you'd love it. There's so many Aussies there because I think it's quite. Sydney and LA have a lot of similarities. It's very true. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, 
But it's got sunshine. Yeah. You know that thing. Because the New York win- the New York winters <laughs> are, are as bad as the London winters, aren't they? No, they can but be- they're dry. Are they? A lot of the time. Oh, are I mean, they? Re- I mean, it's... They get that Hollywood snow, don't they? They do. Are- they get the snow and I, it's like freezing. It's absolutely Baltic, but it's dry cold. It can be quite stinky sometimes as well. New York in the yeah. summer yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah very yeah. sweaty lots of cockroaches and yeah. rats yeah. which oh <laughs> god they're, they're lovely combination yeah. yeah but Katrina I guess my question for you then is if you've had this kind of existence where you've lived all over the place are you then do left- I not know who I am and have no centre <laughs> yeah. yes yes <laughs> right well I was going to say do you feel like you're less predisposed to be nostalgic you know because some people get very attached to things and you know places because they've, they've only known one place or one home ah, um, do you feel like you're, you're less likely to hang on to things you more like oh god my husband would not agree with that <laughs> you a hoarder totally secret hoarder a hoarder <laughs> but at the same time i think oh god it's so embarrassing i actually have a storage unit still in la and in new york it's really really bad <laughs> and i bet you can't remember half the stuff that's in it can you oh have no like the storage unit in new york bodies I, <laughs> um, I mean yeah. it's like coming up yeah. close to like a decade that's wow like really i've got i've got one here that every now and again i remember i've got clothes in storage in london and i just forget about it oh. i wonder if they're still there they <laughs> i know that's they what will i be. feel like just <laughs> assumed that i'm dead like, <laughs> do you know what i mean and just like we may as well someone's walking around enjoying those dresses that I didn't have time a space for at the time yeah yeah. I know I don't know what's in there but occasionally I'll remember one thing that I have in there and I'm like oh I'll have to get that out and then I forget about it for another six months and then you realise yeah. another year's gone by and it's really embarrassing. Yeah, they are. Well, that, that's what they bank on. They bank on making loads of money off people that basically forget they've I got know, one. I I'm the idiot who's giving it to them. You're it's not like the only really one. embarrassing. Yeah, but you okay. might need that stuff one day. You will. <laughs> one day I will. You know? You when know. you sort of like have to move to another country and assume a new identity, you'll oh, have all, all that stuff ready there. That's so bad. That's just, that is true. It's an incentive <laughs> to go back. I've into a shame hole right now. It is right very now. Gone, just like cringing at myself. Yeah. So the truth is, you you are massively sentimental. You do like to hang on to things. I do. Yeah. I think maybe it's also because I have no home. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I have to ask you actually because uh, we should say belated happy birthday. Oh, thank uh, you. You recently, hard to believe, celebrated your fortieth, right? What? Yes. I know. I know. You look Even amazing. When you were going on about being thirty. Like, <laughs> That's like two 30. weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I have to ask you though because when I turned forty, it was I had people literally come up to me and be a bit like hold my hand and be like. How is it? Almost like I had some weird terminal illness. It, it's really weird how some people handle it way worse than you do. And I was actually fine with it because I thought it's just another day. I was 39 yesterday. There's no big difference. How, how did you feel it about it? where you are at in your life. Yeah. You know, and I I think I'm in a pretty happy place. I think I, I struggled more with 30 because I didn't know what I was doing and I wasn't where I wanted to be. But like, I'm I'm happy. Did you so, have one hell of a party? Not, oh God, not really, because I've been working. So I was shooting the day before and I flew on my birthday to New York. Oh, I um, hate flying on my birthday. I was say, oh, it was all right. I'm you, really you the, superstitious about it. Tell me they gave, you a, like, they gave you a bottle of champagne, please. No. What? I'm really superstitious Are about you? it. Like, that's good. If this plane crashes, that's going to be on the news. Oh God, it was her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> she died on her birthday. That's what, do you know what I mean? You I, couldn't I write like it. it. Yeah. Yeah, no, we had to go to Comic-Con. So I, I managed to like get a dinner in on Friday night with some friends, but it had to be slightly tame. Yeah. Um, oh, well, there's, there's definitely a party somewhere in the offing, surely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I, like the next day we, we did a panel in Madison Square Gar- Gardens and 6,000 people sang happy birthday to Aww. me. So that's kind of cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You, 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 you kind yeah. of won the, 
the fortieth birthday there. That's pretty good. Well, happy birthday, Katrina. Thank you very much. Yes, and yes, and I guess we've agreed that we have. You are. You should be ashamed. I'm terribly ashamed of many things. I'm a big loser of not living anywhere. But you know, I never did the gap year either. Thing. Where would you go? Well, this is the thing. Live somewhere. I think I've got a bit spoilt because, to be honest, I always say it sounds really naff. But I moved to London for uni for university at eighteen. I always say London was the love of my life. Wales. So I kind of. You technically have moved to another country. Have, Wait, I guess. This is a whole yeah, I guess. Of a premise. You've been lying this entire time. We can fudge it to make me sound a lot more exotic. Uh, but yeah, but you know, I always said like you moved to London, and I I felt like I won the lottery because I I still maintain it's the best city in the world. So I guess it it then you're city. then less inclined to go searching elsewhere. Aren't well, you? I think one of my best friends is from Manhattan, and you know she often talks about that. She was like, oh, maybe I should move somewhere, and you're like, well. You kind of understand if you're from Manhattan or, you know, London, you know, you're at the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah you've kind so of won the geographic you, lottery. You kind of have. Yeah. So where, where do you but go That's from the there? thing. When you're Australian, as beautiful and wonderful as Australia is, I just always felt like I was missing out on... Cause especially because I wanted to work in the... Away. Yeah, and because I wanted to work in the media. Yeah. It's just a little bit... Here, it's this hemisphere where more stuff is happening and there were more opportunities. Yeah. But then you don't realise, do you, how you're complicating your life when no. I've been here 27 years and I've got family here. And there, we also and have lots of love. Yeah. Difficult sometimes. We have lots of lovely listeners, thanks to Joe in Australia as well. So hello to everyone in Australia. Hi, hi. <laughs> I love Australia. <laughs> and all those lots of Outlander. Fans I was going to yeah, say yeah, we're so. keeping the people happy in one yeah. podcast. I actually got engaged in Australia. <gasps> oh, oh, in Byron Bay. Oh, lovely. Yeah, fabulous. Lovely. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com/weightloss. That's PlushCare.com/weightloss. PlushCare.com/weightloss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, so this one is one I have to kind of admit to because is it just me or do I feel like, where is it gone? Sorry. Uh, Do I feel like a massive fashion hypocrite because I'm someone who does this quite often. I slag off a trend when it's really trendy, trendy. And then when it's in the zeitgeist a little bit long, I'm like, oh, actually, I 
I think I kind of like that. And next oh. thing you know, you're in it. And then I'm wearing it and I'm doing it. And it's on Instagram. And yet Report, I'm not even... Reporting to you live from jumpsuit land <laughs> where I issued the jumpsuit for years and now I can't actually move for the amount of jumpsuits I have. When did jumpsuits become mainstream? Suddenly everyone's got one, right? And do you Are remember we when it talking was like, like boiler suit yeah, jumpsuits? All, all yeah, all of it. Dungarees. Don't you remember? I remember the first time I wore dungarees out, I felt so... Everyone's looking at me. I've got, I actually look like a giant baby. <laughs> but now everybody wears them. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a few, and my husband has regularly asked me when I wear it, he's like, Oh, you're going to have to fix something. Yeah. I get, <laughs> like, I get what, yes, what time do you I see BB shift? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm with you on this one, but I, I think I have now learned to not take the piss out of anything because I do kind of know that I will come six months. I'll be like, Yeah, I've got my head around that. So I remember like the idea of me wearing socks with trainers and shorts in summer you're like what are you doing what's that some German tourists like you know no that's never gonna work and then lo and behold I was doing it all this summer and kind of loving it no I missed it I missed those socks (laughs) but it is it is weird how why does that happen and are we my my husband always says to me if Prada put um, sort of like you know bin liners with fish sewn on them (laughs) as a skirt you'd wear them wouldn't you I was like I don't want to say no (laughs) (laughs) probably at some point when it reached mango do you know what I mean it's like yeah has there been there's something to when your eye gets used to it yes. it just doesn't look as crazy anymore because I have like when the big pla- and I, I can't go full f- tilt into this oh well I say it now talk to me in six months but you know these big chunky runners yeah I'm with and you the, the ugly shoes I, like, oh, I think at the I moment I think they're ugly pair. I think they're ugly I, I, I'm, I'm going to put my neck on the line and say I will never get on board with that ugly fuggly shoe I reckon I might really I, well I, look at me I'm do you know what Joe I, I, I can yeah. believe you sorry, sorry. I, I already yeah, believe yeah. you already <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I'm kind of with you. I think you need to bed in with something. Like when you first see on the catwalk, you're like, oh, that looks ridiculous. And then you're right. The more you're sort of subliminally sort of exposed to it, the more you become. It's "Ah." a little bit like Stockholm syndrome for fashion. (laughs) You know, you can't. But by the time I'm embracing the big chunky, fugly trainers. It's all Fa- back. Fashion will have moved on, and well, I'll see, just look so behind. We just don't want to look trendy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's probably a good job because I never will. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I never will. But it's a hard one. It's trying to find the balance between following trends, but obviously not just jumping on anything. Not being a victim. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah. Well, well you're, think- you're rocking the volume trend yeah. today. <laughs> see, yeah. I'm a victim. <laughs> I like it. It looks fab. Be be out and proud. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's but were you slagging off this trend six months ago? That's the. Are you no. this? Fashion hypocrite. I, I think I've always liked a, Katrina's a, this got sort a, of as a, a beautiful, baby dolly. Yeah, it's, it. it's like a baby doll, sort of Victorian neck. It's got like a lovely um, little puffy sleeve. Yeah, slightly. puffed sleeve in like an animalish, animalish brown it's print. It's a snakeskin brown. If, yes. if yeah, I wore that, I would look like whatever happened to Baby Jane. <laughs> That's not true. But it looks fabulous on you. <laughs> now I'm rethinking my fashion no, no, choice. No, 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 no. No, it's I'm, t- I'm too old to wear it. Is what I'm saying. No, but I would just look like the you know trying to relive my youth. Is you so look fabulous. My next question to us was going to be, what is the sort of, is there an absolute hard, never going to go there? You you know, there's one trend you've eschewed for years and years and years, and it doesn't matter how many times it comes back around in the cyclical nature of fashion, you're never going to get on board with. Is there like a hemline? Is there like a style or something? I mean, you- I've, I've never, even when I was young enough, me, me and miniskirts were not friends. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're very tall and slender. Mm. I was very tall and very skinny, like 
really skinny. Uh-huh. So, so to the point where I would think I'd be really self-conscious about my legs. And the one time I did wear a shorter skirt, I thought, oh, God, everyone's supposed to want to be thin like me. Just embrace it. Be confident. And I walked outside and a man on Tottenham Court Road, a homeless man went, chicken legs. Oh, my God. I used to get called that as a kid. So, and I was mean? like, oh, my All God, the best sorry. people are, clearly. It's a good thing. <laughs> that's the thing. I remember thinking, okay, so it's not just you. you your legs are weird skinny. <laughs> oh. Put him away. So, yeah. Horrible man. Oh. Boo. He spoke the truth, the drunken no. truth. No. <laughs> How about you, Katrina? Is there something you will never I'm going to hate to say I'll never because when you see I will. Because you're such a massive fashion hypocrite. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I've never been into those like bandage super sexy dresses that just sort yeah, of I like don't know. you've got to be a particular type of woman don't you think yeah and a yeah. Tip, like a particular figure that's sort of like voluptuous and like curvy you know i i think for us tall i won't say that we're gangly but we're you know but we <laughs> say it katrina it's just it yeah. doesn't really fit with what we're putting out no, no and i've just never been that Babytron girl, do you no, know what I mean? Me and I neither. think I me think neither. you've got to feel like you are to wear one of those. What are they? Yeah. Hervé. It Leger has to come dresses. with like, yeah. you know, this like luscious mane and yeah. you know a, a really tannable skin. Yeah. I think as well. I think that's <laughs> oh, really I hear essential. you there. That's not going. Cheryl is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got to look like sort of Cheryl circa 2006. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheryl. Cole. Oh, oh right. Uh, yeah. I think she's just Cheryl now. Yeah, I think. I think so. Um, but yeah, is there anyone, I mean, are you somebody though, Katrina, that you kind of know your own style or do you, are, are you more likely to listen to other people's opinion? Because I always find that quite interesting when people, because like I said, I have friends who literally do their own thing. They never ask you their, your opinion. And then I've got other people who literally can barely get dressed in the morning without checking in with you to think, to ask you what you think of what they put on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I've, a, I think I have a good sense of what I like and don't like, but I think because I spent like 10 years in the fashion industry and I wore such a wide variety of things that my my what I am attracted to is all over the place. I was going to say, do you know that, what I mean? Like I sort of appreciate fashion for sort of its construction and the design, but it sort of has no through line in some way. I was going to yeah. ask that. I wonder if you go one of two ways in that respect. You, if you've been forced to put on everything through a career in, in modelling, you either go actually it's open my eyes and I, I'll now wear anything, or does it make you go oh I hate having to wear so I, I now like what I like. So you're more likely to be well, experimental, do you think? As yeah, a, as a result? I think so. And I think sometimes that has led me astray <laughs> and to make some very dubious choices. What is the, is there one that haunts you to this day? A dubious red carpet. I mean, I mean, I think more when we first started, especially with Outlander, it, you know, you're on a new show and it's just what's available to you because, you know, all these fashion houses, they lend out to people and they will only lend out to people who are in a certain position and, you know, the show has a certain popularity or blah, blah, blah. So yeah, in the beginning when I was like, please, may I have something to wear? Uh, there was a couple of duds. <laughs> There's a couple of things I look back on and I'm like, what? You, but you were just so grateful you I put it on just, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it's also this weird thing that you you sort of are, you think you have to borrow something. Whereas if I just, been confident enough to go into my own closet yeah. I probably yeah. look 10 times better so true I think Bryce da- such a silly thing. Bryce Dallas Howard now does that I think she says she's done with the borrowing she now just wears things from her own closet and she looks amazing because yeah, yeah, she knows what done. works for her exactly. she said, again I think she's not a sample size she found it more dis- demoralising trying to yeah. fit into yeah. trends and can sizes can I ask you something I've always wanted to ask catwalk models 
is like because I sit at the shows a lot and mm-hmm. and I was wondering sometimes I look at them and think have they all had a conversation backstage again well, how the fuck am I actually going to walk in this do you know what I mean have you ever had that where you just think I don't know how I'm going to get there and back in could be these shoes oh, or this well, skirt that's got no leg room or, an issue. yeah yeah well, when you do your fitting, which can sometimes be three hours before the show at, you know, 5 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. At least that's the way it used to be. I mean, this is, you know, this is a couple of years ago since I <laughs> left my catwalk days. Um, you know, usually you'll get a chance to walk up and down. And if it's a complicated skirt or something, you'll try and figure that out. But the shoe thing is ridiculous. I mean, I, one of my first ever big shows, and I, I'll never forget this. It was the 30th anniversary of Kenzo. And oh, I had right. just started. And it was this massive, massive, like the coolest fashion show. And they had the Gypsy Kings playing. And Kenzo came down on a rotating globe. And I it was following. It sounds really cool. It was very cool. <laughs> I mean, it was back then. But no, the cool oh. part was right the shade, in front of me was Iman oh, wow. and David Bowie. Come on, now oh, it's okay. gone cool again. Now Shut it's up. gone cool. Okay, yeah. sorry. Just Redeemed. Come Redeemed. Come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Future reference lead with David Bowie in a okay, right. That was the whole point. But uh, I had been given a pair of shoes that were like three sizes too small and flat. So if you can imagine, oh. your toes are scrunched and you're like hobbling, waddling. And I had to follow Iman down the catwalk. Oh, wow. And let me tell you, like she sashays away. Yeah, she's a, she's yeah. like, a glamazon. Yeah. yeah, She's total glamazon. And you just, yeah, it's just, they're, they're, they never fit. They, I don't know, but you just, yeah. I don't think people realise how models suffer. I was going to say. And I'm not even being slightly sarcastic. <laughs> no, I know. I'm everyone really thinks not. it's the glamour. They don't see that yeah, side of it. But. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yes. well, on that note, Katrina, yeah. thank you. <laughs> on that very sad shoe. Oh, <laughs> crumpled sad, toe. Sad model <laughs> <laughs> uh, behind. Her shoes it is comfortably. She doesn't need them yeah. now. Look at her. She's yeah. in a hit TV show and soon to be a hit film. Yeah. Uh, do check out Katrina's new film, Le Man 66. Uh, if you're a petrol head or not, you will love it. Absolutely. Yes, for more than just people who like cars. Absolutely. It's History, um, history. Katrina, thank you for joining us on all our nonsense this week. This has been really fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Good luck. You're welcome back anytime. Good thank luck you. with everything. Um, and thank you everyone for listening. We will see you again next week. See you later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.